Oh my god. All right. It opened on you saying, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> that's legit. That's how. Yep. That that's it. legit. We got we keep it real here on that's legit. Hello, everyone. It's me. I hope ever- it's Drew okay. and Jordan, and we're here doing another that's legit episode. We're doing another review. This time, we're reviewing Goodfellas, the movie. Yes, we are. A very interesting movie, I'd say. Yeah. Before we get into that, I just want to say, Jordan, how you doing, buddy? Yeah. I am doing... Actually... I caught that. I caught that little scene. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm playing around on my phone. Um, (laughs) This morning, slash last night, it was a bit interesting for me. If you know, you know. If you don't, let's keep it that way. But besides that, everything has been good. And this is coming out tomorrow, so we're recording this on Monday. So yeah, we usually Sunday night. We're gonna record these usually the day before, and then I'm gonna edit yes. them and post them. Mm-hmm. So Sunday night to Monday morning ish, like one in the morning. It was a very interesting time. Yeah. I found it so, very yes, it it kind of was amusing. But how are you, Drew? I don't know. I've been watching that. I've been, you know, we'll get into that later. I have segments planned. We're going to make this way more organized than before. We should say that from the top. That's a lie. (laughs) It's going to end up being a jumbled mess by the end of this podcast. I mean, probably, but we're going to make it better. We'll try. Yeah. So I've just been watching a lot of TV and Netflix and YouTube. I went and hit golf balls in the soccer field near my house yesterday. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I played golf the other day. I shot a 103. Not the best I could have done, but... I haven't been out in like a month and a half. I haven't been out in months. Yeah, so. <coughs> Son of a bitch. Damn, okay. That's a bit hard, ain't it? I'm drinking a Propel for the audio listeners out there. Oh, yes, ASMR. They probably couldn't hear that. They All right, will. let's just get into this. Okay, so this movie was in theaters September 19th in the 1990s, right? <laughs> We're now, this was on disc slash streaming May 26th of 1997. This is a 146-minute movie. It was made by Warner Brothers, and it is rated R. Don't know why people would care about that. Now, R, matey. <laughs> the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes is a 96, while the audience score is a 97%. So overall, this is a very intriguing movie. It's very fun to watch, and I actually enjoyed a lot of this movie. You say it's fun to watch. It is. It's a really engaging movie. I think it's a good, like, guy movie, but I don't think it's, like, fun to watch. Oh, no. I had a blast watching it. I will say I um I had to, we, like, because we usually, like, my mom's too busy to cook a lot of the time, so we have to go get food, and I had some Saludos salad while watching this. Oh, really? And I felt so Italian. <laughs> I had Olive Garden breadstick. Nice. Yes, so... Yes. Yeah. Did you say the cast? Did I say the cast? No. But so the main character we have Henry Hill, who's played by Ray Liotta. Liotta. I think that's how you that. All right. We have Hob- Robert De Niro, who plays James, and we have Joe Pesci. Pesci. Oh my God, you are. I'm dyslexic. Shut up. And then we have who plays Tommy? And then uh, that's, yeah. That's really the main people. There's who plays Karen? Uh, Lorraine. Uh, Karen is Henry Hill's wife throughout the movie. But, yeah, I think this movie, I don't know if I call it, like, a fun movie. It's definitely, like, an f- awesome movie. I love this movie. Oh, yeah. It's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. I think um, people who read my pop culture story on Snapchat know my favorite movie is Back to the Future or Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption, which yeah. I'm sure we'll review one day. 
both of those movies. Yeah. Because we got time. <laughs> yes, we do. But, um, yeah, I think, yeah, overall, this is a really awesome movie with a lot of... The cast does a fantastic job, except Ray Liotta. He's pretty great in this movie, though sometimes I feel like he... Half-assed it. Not even half... Like, just, like, he wasn't given enough direction. I'm trying to think of, like, a specific scene. His like, laugh in, was weird. His laugh I found, his, I found his laugh really entertaining to watch. And once so again, awkward. I'm going to complain about an accent. Okay. Ray Liotta, does he want to have a New Yorker accent or not? Because it I seems like know. throughout the movie, he keeps switching. He tries. I think he it, tries, it but then he like switches with back into having it or not. Two episodes in a row where I complain about accents. Yeah. <laughs> First it was Emma Watson, you're... now it's Ray Liotta. Oh, yeah. But, so basically, yeah. wait, are we going into it or no? Um... Give a quick score. Like, go watch the movie you haven't seen. Yeah. Because go we're going to get in a spoiler. It's, it's on really Netflix. Fast. It's on Netflix right now. It's a fantastic movie. I think I'm going to give it... I can't tell if I want to give it a 9 or a 10. I think I'm going to give it a 9. Really? Why, why not a 10? Because, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, like, a quick thing. Like, that's just, like, because... I'm sure... We, yeah, we'll give a quick review, like, quick number now, and then we might give one at the end here. Yeah. But, okay, so if you're just looking to f- watch a movie and you want to see a good movie and sit down and not really think about it, it's like a 10 out of 10. But I think overall it's a 9 out of 10. I think you should think about it because the main – I think if, if you're just looking for a gritty crime thriller, yeah, this is probably a good one. But yeah, if you want to have like a movie with that's trying to tell you something, you're not going to get much out of it. There's like one big message, which is don't be a gangster. <laughs> That is very true. That's the big message at, at yeah. in this movie. But I think I'm going to give it a 10 because Sam Jackson's in it for yeah, like I'm, two I'm gonna, scenes. I'm going to give it a 9. Spoiler alert, Sam Jackson's in this movie for like two scenes. Hello. He plays Stokes, I think is his name. Stax. Plays Stax. Yeah. yeah. All right. I think per, our, per what we usually do, we're going to do non-spoilers for two minutes and then get right into the spoilers. Yeah, because that's just how it works. Who gives a flying heck okay yeah. the most memorable um, line from this movie as far back as i can remember i've always wanted to be a gangster very true it's such a great line because yeah. it just because the whole movie is t- is to- is it told in like flashback because it's ray liotta's character Henry. i believe so yes he's narrating this whole movie it is it is told in flashback i think it's told in flashback so let's just talk about the plot of this movie so the plot of the movie is it's all focused around Henry Hill, Ray Liotta's character, and he's a kid growing up in I think Brooklyn, right? Brooklyn, I believe so. Um, and he in the beginning of the movie, it's a f- flash forward to when him, Joe Pesci, and Robert De Niro have a dude in the back of their trunk who's like been beaten almost to death, yeah, um, by Joe he's Pesci still alive. and Robert De Niro. But yeah, he's still alive, and then. They open the trunk, and then De Niro shoots him, and Joe Pesci stabs him a couple times. And then Ray Liotta closes the trunk and goes, as far back as I can remember, I've always wanted to be a gangster. And then it goes into a flashback um, from when he's a kid. Or it wouldn't be a flashback. It'd be just taking place over a normal time because the first scene's a flash forward. Yeah. But um, it takes place when it goes into when he was from a, when he was a kid, and he decided to go work at the cab stand where all the gangsters worked because – he always wanted to be gangster ever since he was a kid, and it shows just his progression throughout. And I think 
the narration is pretty great just because it is able to show the appeal of the mob. But then at, by the end, how much power they had. How, it and just it shows, yeah, how much power. It literally, one of my notes is fantastic showing the power of the mob. It's fantastic showing the appeal of the mob, but then at the end, when everything happens, which we'll get into, it's it says, like, it all ended so quickly. Don't mm-hmm. fucking join the mob. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be. I always wanted to be a gangster, but I can see now it was not a good idea. Yeah. That's basically, that's the big message of this movie is don't be a mobster. Yeah, which is a, okay. It's, yeah, it's nothing it's a, about like the entirety of the human race, like Shawshank. But, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a good enough message. Like, yeah, don't be a criminal. Don't be a criminal. It never, never works. Yeah. So yeah, he, it just shows his progression in being a gangster growing up with the mob. But the first scene where you like really see how much the mobster it's the first instance of like the mob corrupting the mind and like your morals is when well there's two parts there's one when this is all when he's a kid by the way there's two parts there's one where henry is henry's dad beats him for getting for like not being in school for months yeah and then henry goes hey i can't work at the cab stand anymore my dad's gonna beat me and then the mob boss goes come with me and then they find the mailman that delivered the note to his house saying that he's hasn't been in school months, and then they beat the shit out of the guy. <laughs> and they threaten to throw him in an oven. They yeah, they threaten to throw him in an oven if they ever deliver another letter from his school, Henry's school, to his house. Yeah. There's that one, and then the second one, there's the guy that gets shot in the beginning, and then Henry like gets like nine aprons to like stop oh. the bleeding. And he tries to help him. He tries to help him, and the guy goes. What, what, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Like, you wasted nine aprons on this guy, you fucking lunatic. We got to teach this. We got to toughen up this kid. And it just really shows, like, fuck, they don't care if somebody gets shot. Yeah. Why would they? It's yeah, not I mean, their business. Yeah, why would they? They protect their own, and that's it. Exactly. Which is, a very, which is a very appealing thing, and that's why I think a lot of people do join the mob. They even say that in the movie. Like, yeah. it's protection. It's It's protection. Poly- Paulie's like the big head guy of the mob yeah. in this movie, and he basically protects everybody. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's not very, it's sort of accurate from what I get gathered. There's two th- people in the movie that are not accurate. I did some research on the movie. Imagine. <laughs> Again, Jordan did not take notes. And I just watched this movie like a couple hours ago. Jordan, I watched it yesterday or the day before, and Jordan just watched it and he still didn't take notes. Yeah, I school has taught me nothing. School has taught you nothing. Yes, but um, the two characters of Jimmy Conway and then Polly apparently are wildly inaccurate because Jimmy was a like a homicidal maniac, which you get a taste of during the Layla scene, which is an amazing. Yeah. Scene. And then um, Polly was like a lunatic. He in the movie Polly's portrayed as like really quiet and not yeah. really doing much because mm-hmm. they ma- they hit the point home that. Everybody works for him, so he doesn't have to walk for anybody. Mm-hmm. But apparently in real life, he was just like a total lunatic, like everybody else in the movie. Joe Pesci's character, Tommy, is a Funny. maniac. <laughs> the dude I enjoyed crazy. his scenes the most. His scenes were really great, but the, okay. I liked his beginning scenes the most, but towards the end of the movie, I didn't like him. Sorry, halfway point, because this movie is long as all hell. I thought, okay, I looked at the time, right? Oh, we're like an hour and 30 minutes in. Or it was like an hour and 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, this movie's like 
He was like, oh, it's like almost done, right? No, it's like only halfway done. I'm like, what the fuck? I told you it was two and a half hours. Yeah, I know. And I forgot about that. But so for people, from people who have seen this movie, I'm going to catch a little bit of flack. The How Am I Funny scene, I feels like goes on for, for too long. A few seconds too long. Just a few, like the, like the back and forth. I feel like there's one too many backs and forths between him Very and Very true. For those who haven't seen it, there's a scene where Joe Pesci's character, Tommy, he's telling a story and then Henry um, goes, you're a funny guy, man. You're a funny guy. And then to mess with Henry, Tommy goes, how am I funny? How am I, fun- am I, am I funny like a clown? Do I amuse you? How am I funny? No, it went back and forth twice and then he said that. Yeah, yeah. It went back and forth a bunch and then t- Henry's like, I don't know, man. You, you're just funny. You're good at telling a story. And he's like, no, no, no. How am I funny? And it's just, it goes, it goes back on for like one too minutes. many times for me personally. It, yeah. Or, I don't know. It, it's a super great scene, but it's just it is. Once it shows time. the, it shows the, um, how powerful these guys really are, and how like these people are just gonna snap any second if things go wrong. Cause yeah, especially cause right after that he breaks a glass over the bar owner's head. Yeah. Just because he said, "Look, man," the bar owner goes up to Tommy and goes, "Hey, man, you owe me seven thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I would like my money. Not like that, but he." says hey man listen look seven seven g's is nothing to is is, is no just a little change it's a decent amount of money and yeah. then joe pesci grabs a glass breaks it over his head and he just he he's like seven thousand dollars what the fuck i thought i was getting pinched like because uh, and pinched means they get arrested in this movie yeah there is i don't know if the the lingo is accurate but there's like a bunch of gangster lingo in this movie Pinched means to get arrested. Um, wise guys is means gangsters. Um, that's about it. Yeah, there might be more that I'm just not thinking of, but yeah. Yeah, and later uh, in the movie, fucking shoots a kid. Yeah, twice. Joe Pesci shoots but, a kid. But, but but we'll get into that later because it just shows how fucking how insane. little thing how little things can screw with everyone. Yeah. Okay, early on, they show the appeal of the mob, but then Henry Hill, he gets um, arrested for selling cigarettes. Yes. Very early on when he's a kid. He gets off, and then when he exits the courtroom, there's all the mobsters standing there, and they're like, one guy even says, you popped your cherry, which, <laughs> like sex. Oh, wow, Drew. <laughs> it's, a that, fu- it's a funny, wow. it's, it's, it, it just shows, like, they don't care about getting arrested. They don't because like, they're they're rich. No one would cross them. Yeah, they're. It just shows there's just total lack of care and oversight and power that they do not care about getting arrested. They literally run the city, exactly. or they run their where they're at. Mm-hmm. In Brooklyn. Okay, so then after that, it goes into Tommy and Henry and um, Jimmy in as their adults. I kind of thought throughout this movie the cut in the edits well not the cuts the changes in in between scenes felt kind of drastic at times really going from when he was a kid and got off all the way up to when he's an adult like that oh yeah like that felt very that that, those kind of scenes felt very quick it felt very disconnected from when he was a child to straight into his adult years i mean it's it's they do show him progressing but i feel like I would have wanted to see him maybe pull off a heist by himself or something, or do something besides that. But I'm sure you don't pull off the heist by yourself. Well, yeah, not by yourself, but like be a part of a heist or something. 
and um he's 21 in the in the movie yeah so it's not like they're gonna be jumping too many years what what that last scene with him as a younger guy he was 16 or 15 i don't know that's not too big of a jump but then at the end of the movie when you realize the whole point is to show how great it can be and how quickly things can change that pacing made a lot more sense to me because they want to show just as quickly as it can get really, 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 really good. It can get really, really, really bad. Oh, yeah, and it turns to shit, like, in a snap. Well, there's a specific sign, which we'll get to, that I have in my notes that basically that basically says, all right, from here on out, things are going to shit. Mm-hmm. But there's a great bit of foreshadowing. When Henry gets off, Jimmy Conway says to him, there's two things you need to know. Never rat on your friends and always keep your mouth shut, which is a great bit of foreshadowing to the very end of the movie. Yep. When Henry, we're in spoiler territory, so I'm just going to say it. When Henry gives everyone up. Yeah. Because Henry gets arrested and then he gives up Jimmy Conway and Pauly and then basically everybody at that point. Apparently, I think it was 56 convictions he was responsible for. Yeah. Which is it was, it was it was very close to that number. Yeah, it was somewhere around there. Fifty convictions. Fifty convictions. Yeah, I yeah. figured somewhere around there. But another good bit of foreshadowing: after Tommy breaks the glass over the head of the bar owner, the bar owner goes to Polly, the big head honcho, to ask for yeah. money to help him support his business because he's losing money. Yeah. And Polly, in a great way of foreshadowing, goes, well, "What am I supposed to do? Shoot Tommy?" Yep. Because of what he did, which we'll get to. Yes. We're getting a lot of things, but we're gonna get. We're gonna. I have um, my notes in order from beginning to end, a lot better than what we had with Perks of being a wallflower. Yeah. Um. Again, I have no notes. You have no notes, which I have no notes because I can't prepare for nothing. But you know, you do not come prepared. Yeah. Okay. Just kind of another one that shows just kind of like their, um, how their morals are just kind of just they lose all their morals. They are talking about a girl Tommy wants to bang during an arson that they started. Yeah. They set fire to a restaurant and they're Tommy and Henry are just in the car talking about a girl that Tommy wants to have sexual relations with. He wants to fornicate. I think they get it. Like sex. Nice. But they're just talking about this and there's just like back and forth arguing and then there's the fire alarm going off there's smoke coming out of the building and then henry goes oh shit and then he pulls out of the street like what the fuck this is why i don't talk to you about shit like just like total lack of care and there's yeah. literally a line in the movie i can't remember where it's from but i think it's right when they cut to henry and tommy as adults in that one scene henry says you don't even think about beating on people you just take what you want it's all routine yeah like for them it's just a way of life and they don't they don't care about who they who they affect yeah that's not great (laughs) no like just literally saying you don't care about beating the shit out of people you just take what you want it's all it's that's life yeah um yeah oh this is one thing i thought was a little out of place in this movie so Henry narrates this whole movie, but then there's also the Karen narration. The Karen narration? Oh, yeah. Karen yes. narrates some parts of this movie. 
Yeah, she does. Which I don't know if I like. I feel it's very out of no. It's it's out of nowhere almost. But I think it's both of them giving a narration on what they went through. Yeah, but she talks like three times in the whole movie. So, I don't. I don't think it does. I don't think it ruins the movie. I don't know. I don't think enough. it ruins the movie. I just feel like it's kind of out of place. I think I don't know. Cause I feel like the whole. Th- I mean, the whole movie is about don't be a gangster. It can fuck up your life. And and look whose life it fucked up. It affected her as just it affected her as well. So I guess in that sense, it makes sense. But I don't know. It just it felt very out of place to me. I wanted it to be a story about Henry, not Karen. If that makes sense. But it's still a story on Henry. Then it's just yeah. Karen, Karen. Karen is a part of his life, and yeah, she helps to represent how his life is ruined by being a gangster. Yeah. So Karen. Henry meets Karen through Tommy and the girl that he wants on a to double date. Fornicate. Um on a double date that Henry did not want to go to. But then there's a second he stood date. her up. Yeah, he stood her up on the second date though. Yeah. There's a second date and then Henry stood her up and then Karen made Tommy go out looking for him. Henry. And then they, they find, find Henry and then she just like goes off on him. And oh, then yeah. he's like, "Hey, hey, hey! Let me let, let me let, let me make it up to you, eh? Hey. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why do you speak in an Italian accent when you do that shit? He's, it's it's as bad as Henry. It's as Ray Liotta's. I'm said Henry. Let, yeah, Henry. yeah, you're right. You're right. But um, yeah. So then he goes just the way she like when she was mad. It, it was just like super hot, and I was like. That makes it makes sense. Really? At, since he's a mobster, yeah. That is true. As a mobster, I feel like you would like a girl that gets angry. And look at all the girls that there's a scene where um I think it's like a bridal shower or something where it's all the women from that are that are the wives of the mobsters yeah. that Karen goes to. All those women are just like very loud and like obnoxious. Yeah. So I feel like that's what the gangsters would like. They would like somebody who doesn't just like, hey, hey guys, I'll just, I'll, I'll just, I'll just make the food and clean the dishes and stuff. Like, no, they want somebody who's gonna be, chal- who's going to challenge them because they never get challenged. Yeah, but but whenever they do get challenged, they get mad and start beating them. Do you see that? Like you can see that a lot with Henry's yeah, character. That's true. I think I like he he almost turns into his father. Well, he doesn't beat on the kids. He beats on her. Doesn't make it right, but <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make it any more right. I should say that. I should say that it doesn't make it right, but I'm just saying it's. I'm yeah. not saying beating on your wife is okay. <laughs> beating on anyone is not okay. This is a rated R movie. It's gonna have. It's gonna. It yeah. has drugs, sex, adult, violence. adult situations, language, nudity, violence, drugs. Are you reading that off of IMDb? <laughs> uh, no, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh yes, the most reliable of sources. Exactly. Losing thousands of reviews. Would you rather have me use IMBD? IM, yeah, whatever. IMBD? Yeah. It doesn't really matter. I mean, both IMDB is factual more. Ron Tomatoes is more biased. Well, it has an 8.7 on IMBD. IMB? What? IMBD. It's IMDB. That's what I said. That's not what you said. You said IMB and then IMBD. I am. Did it wrong twice. <laughs> I am the stupid. DB. 
Yes. Okay. You are DB. Yeah. Yes, I am. Okay. Sure. Dumb bitch. <laughs> this doesn't give me what the rating says it is. You're not looking for a rating. Second. No, it's IMDb. Okay, we're getting way off Twitch. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> it does not matter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Continue. What were we at? I don't remember. So after... Oh, we're, we're, at, we're at the beating is... No, we're on the dates. We're on the dates. Yeah. So right after um their second date, Henry and Karen go out on another date. And Henry is going, he's going in a back entrance. And he's just like, hey, how you doing to like literally everybody? Yeah. And it just shows how connected the mobsters are to everybody. Oh, yeah. And like, I, and she doesn't even know about it at this point. Like, she's well, no, still... she, asks, she asks, what do you do? And he goes, I'm in construction. And she goes, it doesn't seem like you're in construction. It's the union. Yeah, he goes, it, I, he goes, I work for the union or something. Yeah. But, Which still doesn't really make sense because you wouldn't know a bunch of cooks and, and stuff in a bar. Yeah, it doesn't make wherever any they're sense. At. But yeah. well, if you're a union guy, you or you work for the common man. You, you blue collar. I mean, I mean, I guess. But but um, after that, she and him, she gets. I don't know if it's like robbed or beaten up or raped by the guy across her street. She says in the movie, um. He, no, yeah, yeah. Um, he touched like they were in the car together. He touched her. Yeah, she she said she, she got mad him. and hit him, and then he kicked her out of the car. I don't I don't know what it was. It's not very specific in the movie. I think it's meant to be. I don't know. I'm gonna look. I think, it's, I think it's just meant to be sexual harassment. Yeah. I don't think anything else happened. I can't find it. It doesn't look like it's on. I don't know. We're professionals. So then, she gets sexually harassed. Henry drives her home, and he goes, hey, go inside and clean up. He grabs a gun from his glove compartment and proceeds to beat the shit out of the guy across the street. Who rightfully deserves it. Who right? Yes, he rightfully deserves it. And he goes, if you're t- laying another finger on her, you're dead. And then he goes over to um, Karen and goes, hide this, and hands her the, glo- the bloody gun. Yeah. And she goes, I don't know what it was, but the gun turned me on or something. Yeah. No, and she then- said something like, oh, usually... Yeah, usually be scared yeah, by this. But yeah, like this. All my all my friends who would tell me these stories or something like that, I would I drop them in a heartbeat. But for some reason, the gun turned me on or something. Yeah, and then they cut to hit the wedding. They do. Yes, they cut to the Jewish wedding they have with Paul and Jimmy, with, as all the nephews. Yeah, Paul and Jimmy is all the nephew, and they're all married to Maria. <laughs> yep. Um. And just the money they get is wow. <laughs> Holy crap. Look, I know they say don't be a, I know the whole point of the movie is don't be a mobster. Just get out before everything crashes. Done. I mean Actually you can't because it's a it's a life thing. It's I a think. life thing. But my God is like it shows you look, it can be this tempting. You get a lot of money. And a <laughs> lot of influence. But also the problem with him was he got too greedy. Yeah, hubris was his downfall. He he didn't follow orders. All the people at the wedding are mob people. Yep, Karen that's says, why they're all named Jimmy and Paul and Maria. Karen says it's like having two families. That is at true. one point in the movie, which, I mean, because after that they go, they say, yeah, we went on all these vacations together, and I think it's just, 
it continues to show very well just how entangled the mob gets in your life. Yeah. So going off the family thing, do we know what happened to his parents? Who's? Because we see his brother later in the movie. Oh, Henry's? Yeah. Do they die? They never follow up on that. Yeah, I think they might. Well, because I don't think that's the important. Because here, I'll, I'll say this too. They don't show the birth of their child. That is true. Because the focus is supposed to be on how controlling the mob is in this movie. And I was literally just about to bring up before you said this. They don't show the birth of their child. They show a picture of Jimmy holding the kid. And they say, Jimmy and Tommy were always first to see the baby and stuff. But Yeah, but we like, never see his parents again. We see his, um, we see his brother, but not, not his parents. Well, because the brother served a point in the story. That is true. But you think the parents would serve a point, or at least his father would fit a point in the story. Well, it's based off a true story. If his parents never showed their faces again, it doesn't make a difference. I just thought he'd want revenge on his father. I mean, maybe, yeah. But... That, that's, why, that's why I was thinking, oh, maybe. That was like his first thing. I mean, yeah, he might want to be like, hey, fuck you. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, that's what, like, I thought they were going to show that and then him being, like, actually indoctrinated into the mob. But well, I never know that. So they make a point that you have to be 100% Italian to be, like, made into the mob. Yeah. Because Tommy's the only one that gets made in this movie. Mm hmm. That is but true. But he doesn't, obviously. Yeah. Tommy's a stupid. He is very <laughs> his hubris got the best of him. The hu- the whole point of this movie is don't let the hubris get the best of you and don't join the mob. That they, they kinda work together. Yeah, don't break the law. Done. Don't break the law. Yeah, it's all yeah, all the same. Next is the scene where they kill the guy. Which one? <laughs> the one where it's um the trunk scene from the beginning? Yes. Okay, yeah. Do we know who that guy is? Is he like an uncle or something? Is no, he like a, he's another a, mobster. I know he's high in the mob. Tommy. He w- so you know how like Henry was like the kid with Polly and stuff. Yeah, it's that. It seems like Tommy was like that for that guy. But Tommy was a shoe shiner. Yeah, but Henry worked in the cabs and drove their cars. Like it's all the same thing. That is true. Um, but then it, I think to- then Tommy transferred to Polly's group. It, it looks like but that whole scene it's just all it's it's very slow paced that whole thing but then in an instant it changes mm-hmm. you just see tommy you walk see, in you see tommy snap yeah you see tommy just like lose his shit mm-hmm. you see tommy like just snap and like he wants to like fight him and then henry's holding back he's like take your girl home just go just, just take him just take her home then Tommy comes back with a knife. What is it? No, he doesn't have the knife. He just has like nu- brass knuckles on or something. No, he just goes in bare. Oh, he goes in bare knuckles. He, yeah, he goes in bare and just beats him. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. Henry, and then he walks in, and then the guy who's about to get killed turns to look at Tommy, and then Jimmy comes in, grabs him like this, and then t- Tommy just beats the shit out of him. Oh yeah. It changes in an instant. And Henry's like, we got to clean this up. We got to get this out of here. And Jimmy's like, I know a place. I know a place. Don't worry about it. And then <laughs> Tommy goes, I didn't want to get blood on your floor. That Yeah. That's the only thing Tommy says in the entire scene there. Altercation. What do you mean? The whole fight. That's an altercation. Yes. It's the whole thing's an altercation. Oh, wow. 
but yeah, that's not knowing big words. I imagine <laughs> Jordan's using big boy words. I was not prepared. I know. I might not have notes, but I have big brain. But so Tommy goes, I didn't mean to get blood on your floor, man. Floor, man. But he looks visibly worried. And he looks visibly Who worried does? because that guy was a made man, which means you are not oh, yeah. going to mess with them. Mm-hmm. And, and this Tommy, is like the beginning of the end. Like this was their like first group. And it's yeah, not a huge one, but like. Right after this, they show, they get him out of there and then they bury him. Well, they go to his mother's. They go to Tommy's mother's. They have they go, yeah, they food. Go, there's this very strange scene. That didn't really need to be there. The thing is, it's there because it's Scorsese's parents. Or it's, yeah. it's, it's Scorsese's mom. And yeah. then his dad, I forgot. I have the note in here. Scorsese's mom plays Tommy's mom. And then um, in prison, you know the guy who puts too much onions in the sauce? Yeah. That's his, that's his dad. That's his dad. Yeah. Also, Scorsese hired real mobsters for this movie. I did not know that. He, for certain roles, I think they're just very minor roles. He hired real live mobsters, apparently. I got that off of some fact website. and What is it, BuzzFeed? You all know that's reliable. It's not BuzzFeed. but. And then there's one more just fun fact note. There are 300 times the word fuck is used in this movie. That's great. 300 times. But there is one show that all the Prime shows, Amazon Prime shows, use it way more than that there's a show on there called hunters on amazon prime this isn't a show this is a movie Hunt, well, I'm just, no hunters is a show I'm, that's what i'm saying but goodfellas is a movie well i'm just making a point there were eight consecutive lines where fuck was used in that show yeah eight consecutive lines i was like what the hell man come on <laughs> or sorry i have some class what the fuck man come on yeah next came after that came the scene where t- Henry goes, so Fridays are for the wives and Saturdays are for the girlfriends or something. I think it was like that. Or yeah. Days. Yeah. No, it was. Yeah. Friday. No, Fridays for the. Fridays for the wives. I think. I think. And then I think he said Saturdays are for the girlfriends. I, I think, think that's, that's what it was. I thought he said Fridays were for the girlfriends while Saturdays for the wives. No, it was the other way around. Okay. Well. Because I know. I, I know. Girlfriends came second. But I didn't understand what he meant at first. Well, no, he I, means, I, like mistresses. No, I I, I like understood what he meant, but I was thinking, wait, so he's cheating on Karen? Yeah. Because he sits, he's sitting at the table with that one girl. The blonde, right? The blonde, yes. I can't remember her name. Yeah, I don't care. Um, remember. She didn't, wasn't really important. She is because he it fucks with Karen. Well, yeah, but it wasn't really made clear, at least to me, just like what was happening. Oh, it was completely clear. It, well, obviously, because then the scene after, Henry and the girl, they go to her apartment, and then they cut to the daytime, and Henry's car is still out there, and they show Henry leaving. After that, I was like, oh, he's... Yeah. Yeah, that line is the, what... It. Yeah, that line is what told you he's cheating. Well, and all I, the gangsters do that. Well, I didn't know that he would be cheating. But it's just how gangsters are. Like, that's what they do. Yeah. So that's what, like, I don't know. But, like. Yeah. And then after that, they Jimmy tells Henry, hey, we got to get out of here. We got to go dig up the body. Of, because they're building. Condoms. They're building condominiums where um they buried the guy who gets killed in the beginning. And this is six months after they bury him. Yeah, it was six months after they buried him. And 
after that, at the end of that scene, it's another shot of Henry closing it. It's the same shot, except there's a red filter over it. And everything after that goes to shit. Yeah. I mean, everything. Mm -hmm. He lies to Polly. He cheats on his wife. He has to dig up bats. Um, the spider kid gets shot. All the drugs. Twice. Yeah, he gets shot twice. He gets shot in the foot. They take him to the emergency room, and then he gets killed. Yeah, Tommy he gets shot like three times, and then Tommy kills him. Because <laughs> Tommy's a crackhead. The kid did say, Shh, "Fuck off" or whatever. He got shot in the foot. He did get shot in the foot. I'm not saying it's. I think the kid is in the right here saying. Why don't you fuck off? I mean, you did. Sh he did get shot. Yeah. The foot. Like at least give him a little bit of leniency. But Jesus. Yeah. You end up kill the guy. Oh my god! Like it's a kid too. Yeah. What he was like, fifteen or sixteen. Somewhere it, it, it's supposed to like show um how they get kids into mom. Yes. Start him off early. It's because that's exactly what happened to. It's supposed to Henry. yeah mirror Tommy and Henry, yeah. except show that um sometimes you don't get that lucky. Yeah. Sometimes it gets like it takes bad. it takes work. Yeah, if you don't do it, then you get shot. Yeah, you have to do it like it's basically saying you have to do it perfectly, or you will die, or yeah. you will end up getting the fall for things. Like it will go very badly. Yeah, but then that happens. All the drug stuff happens, and then um, they all get arrested the, the, for the the first time. Well, technically, it's Henry's second time. They get convicted. Okay, well, you know what? Shut this up. This is Henry's first conviction. Yes, his, gets this is his first conviction. For, for they, so they get sentenced to 10 years, but he gets off in five years. Is it five years? It's at four years later, so I guess four and a half. Yeah, maybe four, four or close to it. Four or five years. And he starts selling drugs inside of the prison. He does that, is, though, so he can provide for his family when he's in prison. Yeah, but Karen freaks the F out, right? Because... And just decides to... Yeah, because he's cheating on her, which is justifiable to freak well, out on someone. Well, she knew that already, though. Yeah. Because in the be after um here we'll go through it after the um thing where everything turns red. There's a scene where Henry and Karen are at the bar, and I think it's a scene where they're at the bar or something. But there's some scene where they are playing "Pretend You Don't See Her." This it's a song, "Pretend You Don't See Her." Oh yeah. And I thought it was super well placed because pretend you don't see Karen. Wait, he saw Karen? No, because it's a, it, pretend you don't see her. Like pretend you she doesn't exist. You're having oh yeah okay. Relationship I thought, with the other girl. I thought she was. I thought she was, He was out with his mistress. No, I, he might have been. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't either. I think no. Yeah, they were because um they're showing Henry showing. They're showing the new apartment that Henry set up for his mistress. That yeah. That I think that's when they do the song. Then after that, it shows the scene of Karen going nuts. Oh yeah, and she's at the like, apartment. She's buzzing the apartment, and screaming with her two children. You got a whore in twenty one F or whatever it was. I can't remember. Yeah. And then she's got the kids there, which was. Yeah. Because they're just standing was... there, like I don't know what's happening. Oh yeah. I feel bad for the kids. And then the next scene, I think, Karen has a gun on Henry. <laughs> yeah, he, she's on top of Henry, and he has, she has a gun straight pointed at his face. And, but she says, I couldn't do it. I couldn't yeah. bring myself to kill him because she said she like loved him too much. or she, No, she said she was still attracted to him. 
Yeah, which is kind of dumb. He kind of cheated on you. Yeah, he kind of cheated on you. But I guess she's attracted to the power. Like, I think that's... I don't know. She kind of gets thrown off the bed and, like, I don't know. Does she get hit? No. She, yeah, she, she gets hit and he has the gun pointed at her head. Yeah. So, so just before that... Yeah, before that, I think... um, Him and Karen are yelling at each other and then Henry throws a lamp at her. Yeah. And then she's like, I hate you. I want you out of my life or whatever. And then I want you out of my house. Yeah, I want you out of my house. And then it cuts to the kid just like standing yeah. there like, what? Why are you and mommy? What the hell is happening? I yeah. was just like, God, damn it. the kids. What? Like in front of the kids too. Like that's the worst. Yeah. I'm like, damn it, movie. Don't show me the fucking kids. I don't want to see yeah. that shit. <laughs> just makes you feel bad. I know. Because it, it, it really shows how... The mob doesn't just affect that one person who's in the mob. It affects everyone affects in his life. Everything in their life. Oh, the drugs. I felt like there was no lead-in to the drug plot line. They cut to him in prison, and they're all making food or whatever. And then it just shows him grabbing drugs. And then there's the cut to him with the, like, the warden or whatever. Like, I think it was just the officer. I think it's just an officer. Or some, yeah, whatever. Just doing some shady dealings. And I'm like... There's no explanation. Yeah. Like, I know it's two and a half hours, and you have a lot to cover, but a little explanation might have been nice. Yeah, because it, it comes out of left field, and, like, she's yelling at him about it. But yeah. It's like, like, I feel like that required some explanation. Yeah. So it continues to change the perspective on the mob, I feel like, with the arrests or the convictions. So the first time Henry arrested, I mean, it's okay. Like, it's not that bad. He gets arrested and convicted for five years or whatever. But yeah. he's he's living the high life mostly. He's just he's eating good food and stuff. Like it's not that yeah. bad. He's selling drugs. He's getting money. He's providing for his family. Yeah. The second time though, it's just like total chaos. The yeah. second time he gets arrested, it's because of the drugs. And it's just it, it's after that everything goes to shit because then he has to flip on Jimmy and Polly. And it just, it goes, it continues to show that it may not be bad right now, or like, it, it's just showing like the progression from good to, it's not bad right now, but we're still okay. We're not, we're not too bad. We can fix yeah. this to it's bad. Yeah. It just is great at showing that progression of how life can change really quickly. Okay. I got to mention this. Fucking Sam Jackson's in this movie. Yeah. He's in it for like two scenes. I said I mentioned this in the beginning. And then he gets shot in one of them. I'm like, why? Why? But it does. He does. They botched a robbery. That's why. But. Um. But yeah, he's in this fucking movie, and it's just insane because like he comes out of like it, it doesn't it didn't matter in the 90s or whatever he because he wasn't Sam Jackson. Yeah. But fucking Sam Jackson's in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so weird seeing him. The first time you see him, it's kind of, like, on his side of his face, and you can't really tell it's him. Then yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize it was him until the scene where he gets shot. I'm like, that's Sam Jackson. Well, I, I saw the side of his face. I'm like, is that fucking Sam Jackson? And then they show his face, and I'm like, holy shit, it's Sam Jackson. Like, Sam Jackson is – I think he might be my favorite actor. Just He is so good. He is. He has he's, a, very, he's very fun. He also hasn't aged a day. No, he hasn't. He's he looks so... he looks bald though. Well, he is bald. Like, I think he's losing his hair. Well, he is bald. 
then I'm just blind. <laughs> yeah, I think you're dumb because Sam Jackson yeah. is actually bald. Yeah, I realize that now. But so, anyways, um, they show Sam Jackson um during the um the heist. They do the big heist. It starts the now. I forget what a heist it is. Um, what's the heist? It's an FBI heist cargo airplane thing. Goodfellas, yes. The Lufthansa heist. Yeah. That's what it is. They do the the Lufthansa heist at the JFK airport. And at the time, I think it was the biggest American robbery of all time. Six million dollars. It's not anymore, I checked, but I think at the time it might have been. I think it was six mil, right? I think that's what uh, they said. It's somewhere. In, it's somewhere it said that in the movie. I don't know if that's the real um, amount. I'll look it up right now. Uh, Five million... Eight hundred seventy-five thousand in jewelry. Okay, so yeah, about six mil. About six mil, yeah. Which, that like, especially in nineteen seventy, that's really good. Five point eight seven five million dollars in nineteen seventy-eight was twenty-three point two five eight million dollars. A two hundred, an almost three hundred percent inflation rate. Yes. So that's talking in today's terms how much they would have taken. Yes, that is in today's term how much it would have been. Which is, Which is insane. A lot, yeah. That's an insane amount of cash. Mm-hmm. But they get fingerprints on the truck, and that's what leads to the death of... Stacks. Yeah. But the scene after the heist, where Henry's in the shower, I felt like... This, this was the one scene where I feel like it doesn't get any slack. It comes out of nowhere. Like, I kind of forgot the heist was happening, and then they just cut to, and then they do, because they do a couple scenes after they show everybody in the heist. I forget what. But then they just cut to Henry in the shower. I originally thought Henry was going to be part of the heist, and we were going to see it go down. I also and that's what I wanted. I wanted that to happen. But no, I he's thought, in the shower, and he's celebrating over the whatever amount of milk. I thought Henry forgot in the movie. Yeah. I thought Henry just straight up forgot in the movie. Well, it's not on my schedule today. No, I, I, cause he, I, cause he wakes, he's in the shower and then the look on his face makes it look like he kind of, he's like, oh shit, I forgot to be there. And then the radio's on and then you hear it go down and you're like, oh, yeah, he wasn't like, even part of it. He wasn't part of it. Which, which sucks because yeah, I wanted to see that. I would have loved to see that, but he wasn't part of it. So whatever. That's why I gave it a nine out of 10. Didn't see the heist, ruined the whole movie. Well, Henry isn't in it though. Yeah. Well, they, I wanted him to be in it. All right. Whatever. Okay. I got to talk about the soundtrack of this movie. It's so good. It is. It is. Um, I knew, I recognize a lot of songs in this. They got Manish Boy, which is an amazing song. They have that at the end. But then, of course, one of the most iconic scenes in this entire movie is the Layla scene, where Jimmy kills everybody. Yeah. It is so iconic, where they just have the piano from Layla. Yeah, it is playing it's amazing mm-hmm. the soundtrack deserves a lot of credit yeah who composed it and it makes the whole besides that um they play that when everything's going right for jimmy yeah but then at the end um are you looking up the soundtrack yeah great i probably should have done that but you're doing that so um at the end when the song ends is when tommy gets killed when something isn't going right for Jimmy, which is a great. Okay. I have no idea how to say this, so there what? you go. Oh, who Wait. composed it? Yeah. 
Gino Paoli, it looks like. So he's the one who picked it. Well, that's the comp. It's not an original soundtrack, yeah. I'm retarded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Just look up, yeah, soundtrack Goodfellas. Oh my god. It's one word, you idiot. <laughs> okay, so here's. Um... Yeah, you. Do you want me to list it or you got it? Roxy Richards by Tony. Tony. <laughs> yeah, you just fucking. <laughs> Edit this part out. No, I'm keeping Three. this in. No. I need to keep in your stupidity. Okay. Rags to Riches by Tony Bennett. Sincerely by the Moonglows. Speedo by the Cadillacs. Stardust by Billy Ward and his Dominoes. Look in My Eyes by the Chantels, I think. That's how you say that. Life is But a Dream by the Harp Tones. Uh, remember Walking in the Sand, the Shangri-Las. Baby, I Love You, Aretha Franklin. Beyond the Sea, Bobby. These last four songs are amazing. Beyond the yeah. Sea, Bobby Darin. Sunshine of Your Love by Cream, Manish Boy by Muddy Waters, and Layla, the piano, uh, from Derek and the Dominoes. Yeah. Four amazing songs in the last... Um, um, the last four songs in there are, are amazing. They are. They are um, but yeah, we need to talk about the soundtrack. It's just so freaking good. Okay. So throughout this movie, there's some um, titles of like places and stuff and dates. But they give specific date and time of the day when Henry, the day Henry is arrested. Yeah. Because throughout that final day, the camera zoom and the music is constantly changing. Um, it makes the final day feel very fast-paced and quick and just bang, 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 bang. But then the no music and static camera zoom at the very end, right before he's arrested, is just to show, like, this is the moment where, like, they need... Because the fast pace makes it feel very fast-paced that day because I, the way I thought of it was, like, this is not the focus. The focus is when he gets arrested. Mm. And everything kind of slows down. There's no music playing. And the, the the camera doesn't zoom in and out like it does in that last day until at the end. It doesn't, doesn't do that at the end when he gets arrested. And just makes the cops showing up hit that much harder because when the camera's switching in and out like that, you think something might change. But you know, with the static camera movement, nothing's going to change. He's getting arrested. Yeah. See, I took it as this, like, this is how, like, what he, like, what it felt like going through his point of view. Like, everything's happening so fast and you don't know what's going to happen. And then, boom. Yeah. The cops. After all that hard work he's put in, he's now caught and arrested. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Okay, I, I have to mention this. Jimmy tried to kill Karen when he says, I got the dresses for you. They're down the street. I didn't think he was trying to kill Karen. I thought he was gonna, like, have just her kidnapped. I mean, and either have... way. like. Well, yeah. Dude. Something bad was gonna happen to him. Or her, sorry. Like, dude, like, come on. I get what you're, I get you're trying to play it safe, but Jesus, it's a, some dude's wife. Like, chill the fuck out. That is very just, true. Um, but again, they're just showing how fucking insane everyone is in this movie. How paranoid everyone is. How paranoid and how corrupt they all are. Um, they all work in their own self-interest. Yeah. There's no. There's really no camaraderie. It's everyone. It's looking out for themselves. The whole point is. They aren't good fellas because 
and there's the one scene where they um say the title. Oh, we completely went over this. The scene where they say the title is right before Tommy gets made. Yeah, which we completely just moved yeah. right past. <laughs> um, we'll talk about that right now. But so there's a scene where Tommy gets made, which means like you're gonna be like a head guy in the mob. But you have to be 100% Italian, and Tommy is the only one in between him, Henry, and Jimmy who are is 100% Italian because Jimmy's Irish, and um, Henry's half Irish. Yeah. But um, Tommy is getting made, and Henry's basically describing just like what makes them all. He just says like he's a good fella. He's one of us. Like he's a he's a good fella, and it's name dropping the title of the movie. But just the because obviously they're not good fellas. But he's saying that because he's the because the title of the movie is Goodfellas, and he says they're he's a good fella. The word Goodfella is to show their relationship, and it's basically saying these guys have a relationship, but obviously they don't. Yeah. I heard that by the way. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I don't yeah. Know what it was? I dropped an Allen wrench. I'm not gonna be able to cut that out, which means I'm keeping this in. <laughs> Well, let's continue. Yes. <laughs> so then just obviously the title is very ironic. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so great then just like the way they show how they don't have a relationship. Everybody's out for themselves. Yeah. And as you get farther in the movie, you see that a lot more between everyone in the mob. At the beginning, you're seeing it through just as Henry is seeing it. Oh, these guys. They rule yeah. the city. They're all together. They're all one. They're all like one big family. Mm-hmm. But as the movie progresses, you see little things of everyone just doing what they want and out of their own self-interest. And then at the end of the movie, there is no there is no camaraderie. It's everyone by themselves trying to backstab each other. Yeah. Fantastic point. All right. Um, I got two more notes left. Oh, but Tommy getting made. So Tommy's getting made, and then they bring him into a room, and Tommy goes, oh, no, and gets shot. And he gets shot because he killed the guy earlier in the movie who was made. And then this is when everything starts to go bad for Jimmy. Then Henry gets arrested after this. And then Jimmy tries to kill Karen or kidnap her or something. And Jimmy's just being – just losing it at this point. Like, he's just blah, 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 because he had the people killed from the robbery – now Tommy is killed. He has to he has to try to deal with Jim not Jimmy, Henry and Karen. Like just start everything starts to go really bad for him. Yeah. But my last two notes I have um are at the very end in the courtroom scene where Henry um flips Jimmy and Polly cuz that's his only way out. And by the way, you know the um the guy who is describing how this is the, this is your only option to Karen and Henry in that one scene. Yeah. yeah. Apparently that's the real DA from the actual trials that happened in real life. Really? Yes. I looked that up and that's apparently like the real guy. Nice. So that's pretty cool. So at the very end, it switches to Henry talking directly to the camera and it's speaking directly to the audience um, just to really hit home the point that things can go bad very quickly. Mm-hmm. It was really great. And now it's all, he literally says, it was great for the time we had or something like that. But then he said, and now it's all over. Mm-hmm. He's basically yeah. saying it can be great, 
but it can end so fast and be really it can go very bad yeah i remember doing research in the movie henry says i have no the real live henry he says i have no idea how i have not been killed yet he's he's dead now because he died of natural causes but up until then he had no idea how he had not been killed yeah flipping on so many people mm-hmm. and because wasn't he in he's in he was in witness protection right he was in witness protection but then he, so what happened was he was in witness protection but then he started to get back into his old drug stuff and then they kicked him out of witness protection because he wasn't complacent and then he was just out to live by himself and he died of natural causes i'm gonna put a big x i doubt on that well, like if he I, died of natural causes he died I would at be like 78 years old when was he arrested? 22? Something. No, probably early 30s. That's surprising. The fact that he was not killed. Yeah, he. when did... I'm going to look up... When did Henry Hill die? Did Henry Hill die? Um, At the age of 69. That's a... That's a nice right there. He had been battling an undisclosed illness. Interesting. Okay, well, I mean... That's surprising he didn't get calves before that. Be flipped on so many guys. You think he would? Yeah, he said, I have no idea how I've not been killed. But my final note here is just it talks, I'm talking about the pacing. I already mentioned this a lot, but I just said the movie's very fast paced to show that it can, as quickly as it can seem good, it can go really badly. Yeah. Which is the main point in the movie. Mm-hmm. So that's the last of my notes. I have nothing else to say. You got anything? I don't have notes. So I never, ne- I never do have something to say. Take notes. Not anything movie. That's not what I do. All right. Final review. Final notes. Just final. Nine, nine, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. I really enjoyed the movie. It was fun for me to watch. There's some things I didn't like. I wanted to see the heist scene. That's the one thing that really brought it down for me. Um, I also wanted to see the heist scene. There's but... something like, like, even if Henry wasn't in it, I'd want to see at least the other guys do it or something with it. But the thing is, it's told squarely on Henry's and Karen's shoulders. Yeah, well, Henry should have been in the heist. Then. There's nothing in this movie that it's it's squarely told on Henry's shoulders, and there's nothing in this movie that Henry does not find out. That's true. But I wanted him to be part of the heist because I kind of wanted to see it because if it was the biggest score in history. Yeah, it it would have been probably really cool to see that. Yeah. But what else? Yeah, I think I'm probably gonna give this. I think I'm going to give this still a 10. I really like this movie. There was a lot of good imagery in this movie. Yes. Like I, like I said earlier, the red that flashes over him um, right when everything turns to shit. Mm-hmm. In the beginning of the movie, when he's looking through the blinds in it, like to the mob, it shows how he feels trapped in his current position. Yeah, it's there's a lot of great symbolism in this movie. That's what I meant. <laughs> not imagery. No smart words. What? No, imagery is not a sm- That's not a smart boy word. Symbolism, yeah, it is. Imagery. No, I'm saying symbolism is a smart boy word. What did I say? You said imagery. Sorry, I'm stupid. <laughs> we know this. All right, I give it a ten out of ten. Um, I really love the message that everything in life can be go look really good, but then it can go very badly just as quickly if you if you do if you go get greedy or want more from life than you should. So basically, don't let hubris be your downfall. Yes. Stay grounded. Stay golden, pony boy. Mm-hmm. Well, is that it? I think that that's our it for today. Um, cool. thank you all for listening. 
And Thursday, we will be doing Star Wars Episode 1. Oh so, look forward to that. Well, it's going to be such a pain. We're going to do those, yeah, we're going to do the prequels. We're going to do those weekly every Thursday. Um, yep. So We might just, um, you know what we could do? We might just, like, review all the Star Wars movies weekly. Yeah, let's just do that. We could just do that, yeah. We'll do one big series every Thursday. Yeah, we'll do that, and then um, the MCU's a lot. But it'd be so fun. I don't know if I want to do the MCU. <laughs> that one's a lot. We'll do DCEU first. Oh, God. <laughs> that one's going to be funner. That, mm-hmm. I have a lot of opinions on those. Yes, I do as well. There's okay, some well, good ones in there. The, okay, the only one I can bear is Man of Steel. Wonder Woman, Shazam. Actually, yeah, Wonder Woman was really... I Actually, actually I've never seen Wonder Woman, and I've never seen Shazam. You've never seen Shazam? I've never seen Shazam or Wonder Woman. See Aquaman? I did. What do you think of it? I thought it was if you wanted to go and you wanted to see a movie that you could stare at and say, wow, these visuals are really good, go see the movie. But after the movie, I felt like I accomplished nothing. I didn't learn anything from the movie. But we'll get back into that when eventually we review Aquaman. Yeah. But so we'll do Star Wars. There's there's eleven Star Wars movies. There's nine. Rogue One and Solo, baby. Is that gonna be, wait, so that means... There's 11 weeks. Great. All right, so over the next 11 weeks, every Thursday, we'll be doing a Star Wars review. That should be fun. Okay. Some of those movies are good. Some of them yeah. aren't. Like the 4, 5, and 6 are good. Six seven is, is okay. 7 is all right. Six 8 is seven. horrible. 8 is terrible. 9 is like just as bad. I didn't see it. So I can always give. I didn't see nine because I was literally so done with number eight. I couldn't. Like I would literally kill myself. I liked eight. I hate it. I I don't like nine. I hated eight so much. But well, we'll be talking about those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the future. Yes. Okay. But do you have anything else to say for today? Um, I guess if you want to, um, email us or if you have us on our phones, just text us or snap us or something. If you want to see us review something. Um, for email, we are legit channel.com. That's our at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, okay. We are legit at gmail. We are legit channel at gmail.com is our official email for the show. If you have anything you want to tell us, if you want to say, hey, you suck balls, please yes. email us. I would love to see that one email. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting that from somebody who listens all the way through this because someone's going to listen through this whole thing. Oh, yes. Who? I don't know. My mom. <laughs> Does your mom listen to this? No. Okay, I'm so good. glad she doesn't. <laughs> I'll get but kicked out of the house. I'm sure somebody will listen all the way here. And if you're that person, email us at wearelegitchannel at gmail.com. You suck. Also, if you do also listen all the way through this, please share because Yes, please share this to everybody you know. Just so we can give them one less chromosome. Exactly. Uno. Um yeah. That's we have fun it. here. Yeah, we do. So, that's legit. That's that's legit.